0: This is Because I Want To. Hello, and welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And for a hot second there, I forgot the song we sing at the beginning of this (laughs) and had a momentary sense of panic.
1: Oh, like our little intro?
0: Yeah, man. It was a blank there for a second. I was yeah. like, what child song?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, if you're happy and you know it.
0: <laughs> you did yeah.
1: great. We're back. We're Thanks. professional. We're, back. we're doing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, the school year has begun, so just throw any sort of expectation towards regularity out the door.
1: Yeah, we don't have a schedule. We just record when we can.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I text Lindsay an hour before we're supposed to do this, and I say, hey, I have cramps. We're not doing this.
1: <laughs> we record when we can. You listen when you when you have time. It's just a relationship of convenience for everyone.
0: That's a really good way to describe it. Yeah. We are engaged in a relationship of convenience. We're not
1: committed. We don't have expectations. No. We're just casual with y'all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I suck at commitment, so <laughs> that ain't ever going to happen. So let's get into it. How the hell are you? I'm alright. I mean, school has begun, which, yeah, that that has started, yeah. so I go to work now. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's been alright. It's just, I don't know, and it's not because anybody's been, like, the kids have been fine, like, it's not been, like, a thing. I just don't know that I've ever had a school year where, like, I've been this tired the first, like, two weeks of school.
1: Why are you so tired, do you think?
0: I think my, I just... I don't know I don't know it's everyone's been like that I'm, everyone's like why am I so tired
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm so tired that I had a psychiatrist appointment and I had to have it at work because that's just how much time I have so it's like literally in my room on my phone Ooh. having an appointment and she, we had to keep stopping because the announcements were on
1: that's um, not ideal it was like during the was, school day or was it after it the was kids during my
0: it was like right at the end of my planning oh, so like no. students were dismissing And she was like, what's your level of fatigue? And I was like, I don't know, like a six. And she was like, every day? I was like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And now I have to get blood work done because she thinks something's wrong with me. I don't know how to tell her. That's just kind of how it is to be a teacher.
1: Well, you never know. There could be something else going on and being a teacher does not help.
0: I mean, I'm sure I have like a vitamin D deficiency. I feel like everybody does. Um, Mm -hmm. but what I did think was interesting is she sent me like the lab order and I was like looking through it and I was like pretty positive I have to fast before the majority of these and she didn't say that. So Mm. I'm glad I looked before I made an appointment. Oh
1: yeah. I bet. I bet you have to fast for like, what, a day or something?
0: Usually it's like like 12 hours, I think. So Mm -hmm. if I make a morning appointment, it'll be fine.
1: So you've had kids back for one week now.
0: A week and a half. <laughs> a week and a half. And yeah. things are okay, though. They're okay. It's interesting because the crowd of kids I have this year, I have not had in quite some time. And I've never had them full tilt, like the crowd of kids I have this year. What does that so mean? It's like been the, very...
1: the number of kids?
0: No, like level and stuff. I don't oh, want to. Okay. The
1: but... type. The type of student then
0: yes okay. yes and it's just bizarre because the parent engagement is just so different mm-hmm. and like the student engagement is so different like we've been back to school a week and a half and i've probably got 10 emails from kids just like clarifying like Aww. what they need to do oh which i'm like wow happening?
1: good for you it's
0: like what what are we doing
1: being an so, independent learner
0: I know. Like, they're all so worried. Yeah, Was I supposed to do this? No. It's not graded. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Well,
1: if you think about it from their point of view, they had, like, a crazy last school year. Mm -hmm. So they're probably, like, you know, readjusting to how things are and what the expectations are and what they're supposed to do.
0: Well, and I feel awful because, of course, we're already quarantining kids because that's just how this goes. And my team is using, like, a new learning platform. Like, we're not using Google Classroom. We're using something else. Mm-hmm. And so these kids got quarantined, like, the first week of school before I could even really show them how to use it. Yeah. And so, we're like, I'm leaving them messages every day on how to do it. But I, like, don't even know if they're seeing them because I don't know if they know to go there to yeah. see those things.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So some of them figured it out. And, like, they message me every day, like, to make just check in but some of them mm -mm. yeah well
1: especially if you are like sick you know how Mm -hmm. are you gonna figure all that out
0: yeah it's been interesting
1: you're in for an interesting school year
0: yeah i'm like settling in i was really like not happy about it and then like i'm just it's fine Mm -hmm. it's fine (laughs) Just keep telling yourself that. Yeah. Hey, I've already accumulated two Starbucks gift cards from coworkers for helping them with computer issues, so that's good.
1: Well, here's to hoping that this year is less frustrating than last year.
0: I think it will be. Knock on wood. But I think it will be.
1: Here's to less despair, hopefully.
0: Yes, that's a good way to put it. I'm thinking... (laughs) There will be less despair, hopefully. Oh, good. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I'm getting anyway. Um, and I started Korean class.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, like, where are you taking this class through?
0: So I'm taking it through community college. Uh-huh. Um, not mine. Different one, because mine doesn't have it. So I'm having to pay an out-of-district fee, which is just delightful. Uh-huh. Um... But I really like it. It's been a long time since I've, like, taken a class about something that I just purely wanted to learn about just because I want to know it. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I've really been liking it. I am by far the oldest person in the class. Really? Oh, by far. They're all, like, 18.
1: So they're all actually, like, college-aged.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
1: But it's, like, all online hmm. So I wonder if they're taking it as part of just generally being in college, whereas you're just taking it to learn it. Yeah. For fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For funsies. I feel kind of bad, though, because you can tell I'm just used to being on the other end of like a, <laughs> like a video call, you know, so like everyone else like is just in the chat and they're like, camera's off. Whereas I'm just like, professor, professor, professor. <laughs> I'm engaged. Oh <laughs> like, my god. <laughs>
1: That's like the opposite feel so of how bad. I would be.
0: I'd be like, camera uh, off. <laughs> oh yeah, no, mine is on. My mic is on all the time. I'm always like, correct my pronunciation all the time. So you know?
1: what's something that you've learned this week in Korean?
0: Um, I can now officially say hi my name is sarah i'm from america i'm a teacher and then we've been learning like names of like foods and stuff
1: Uh uh-huh we
0: literally just finished like the like alphabet and like diphthongs and stuff and like sentence structure
1: okay so i think you should teach us like a couple words
0: or a phrase okay do you want to learn how to say hello yes yes Okay, so this is, like, formal hello. So you would, like, this isn't how you would say hello to me, but this is how you would say hello to someone, like, you don't know.
1: Uh-huh. Or
0: who's, like, older than you. If I said so, this
1: to you, would it be the equivalent of being, like, good afternoon?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, good afternoon, governor. Like, that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's, an Anyeong. Ha. Ha. Seo.
1: Sayo. Mm-hmm. Annyeonghaseyo. Annyeonghaseyo.
0: Yeah. But when they say it, it's just, like, they don't really, just, like, in English, you know how you kind of, like, drop sounds in words? Uh-huh. They kind of drop the ha sound, so. Annyeonghaseyo? And, like, the, they just, like, annyeonghaseyo kind of is how it comes out.
1: What's, like, the informal hello? Annyeong. Annyeong.
0: Okay. You just, like, take the first part. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. I've been enjoying it, and I've been obsessively playing Stardew Valley on my Switch. I've heard of that game. I like it better than Animal Crossing. Like, I'm I'm into it.
1: <laughs> what do you do in Stardew
0: Valley? You farm, you raise animals, you go mining, you go fishing. It sounds like Animal Crossing. It's What's similar in a lot of ways. So, like, in Animal Crossing, you can't, like... My frustration with Animal Crossing, a lot of it is, like, you building things and, like, decorating things. Whereas this is, like, making money and, like, so, like, I have cows and I can milk them. And then I can make cheese in my cheese press. (laughs) Or I can, you know, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. I can shake my apple trees and then go make apple wine in my keg.
1: Isn't it kind of funny that, like... Humanity has worked for so long to industrialize and, like, have jobs and commerce, and we spend our free time in, like, an agrarian game where you're, like, a farmer milking a cow.
0: It's just relaxing. Mm
1: -hmm. Whereas, like, back in the before times, that was, like, work. That was how people... It's just interesting.
0: We really like to romanticize the past.
1: We really do. Like if you had to milk a cow every day to live, like it'd be different. You'd do something else in your free time.
0: Well, I've reached the point in the game where I don't have to do that anymore. I bought a machine (laughs) that I put in my barn that does it for
1: me. So this game is just recreating what humans have already done.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I just had to have enough money to be able to buy oh it. And I had god. to, you know, sell a lot of stuff before I could afford it. What a charade. I have two of them. I have one that collects all of my eggs as well.
1: Oh my god, are you going to start hiring workers and paying them below living wage?
0: <laughs> I don't think you can hire workers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all on you. Which is annoying because... <laughs> God, you can tell I've been playing this way too much. I can't, like, large-scale farm yet because I right now have to water everything by hand and I can't figure out how to get the things I need to make, like, a large-scale sprinkler. So that's been a little frustrating.
1: This is starting to sound more like a job the more you describe it.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, like, the point of Animal Crossing, too, is you just, like, accumulate stuff and sell it, and you have to, in Animal Crossing, you have to pay off your mortgage and stuff like that.
1: Let's get, like, meta for a second. Have you ever thought about what if, like, this Stardew Valley is a real world and you're the god of it?
0: Then I am an efficient god. (laughs) What if we're all just in a video game?
1: We're just video game characters right now being played by someone i
0: i would like a more skilled player then <laughs> i don't think my player is very skilled
1: our player is like if we're in the same game is like some i don't know adolescent kid
0: <laughs> fucking with would be our a world. very boring game <laughs> man but anyway yeah that's my life a new taco place opened up near my house it's very exciting it's really it good it's exciting it food, is exciting.
1: All the, like, food here is, like, not that great. Like, there's different Mexican places, but they all, the food is all kind of identical, you know? hmm Yeah. And it's kind of like, you get it, and you're like, okay, I could have made something better. But I guess you're paying for the convenience. But it's almost like fast food.
0: Yeah. It. I was expecting it to not be as good as it was. Yeah. So that's exciting. Exciting stuff in
1: w- <laughs> Exciting stuff in Westminster. My life is fine. Um I feel like we should talk about two weeks ago when we were gonna record and we didn't. I got trapped in the airport in Chicago all day.
0: I'm making a face. I realized no one <laughs> home can see that. I was making a face.
1: <laughs> so we were gonna podcast a couple weeks ago. You went on a beach trip, and I was going to go to New York to look at, like, wedding venues. And so Brock and I were going to fly to Chicago and then from Chicago to New York. But we got to Chicago, and our second flight was canceled because of, remember Ida? Hurricane Ida?
0: <laughs> yeah, ma'am.
1: Yeah, so I guess, like, Ida flooded lots of different parts of the country and crew couldn't get places they needed to go so our flight was canceled so we spent all day at chicago o'hare and then just flew back home
0: delight what a
1: (laughs) what a trip we got there like 10 in the morning and our we eventually flew back home at like eight o'clock at night so it was like a full day in an airport
0: (laughs) you should have just gone and hung out in chicago
1: We thought about it, we were going to, but then we kept trying to get on earlier flights. We were on standby, and then not getting on them, so we couldn't leave. But yeah, so that happened, Um, and then just, like, work stuff, and today I met with a dog trainer person, so we're thinking about putting Fiverr in, like, a boot camp, like a doggy boot camp.
0: Oh, like a send-away doggy boot camp?
1: Yeah, so it was this company I like looked up, and they sent someone out to do like a consultation. And they do private lessons, and they do boot camps. And so I was talking to him and the dogs are outside. And he was like, Okay, well, you know, we'll bring them in. And I'll see if maybe I can work with him a little bit and how it goes. Brought Fiverr in. (laughs) And He was like, okay, yeah, I can't work with him. <laughs> like, today. Like, he he's basically, like, he's not our level one intervention. He's, like, a level three. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: At least he's not a five.
1: Yeah. So, we could do private lessons, but we're thinking about the boot camp so that he's around. The main issue is him being around other people and other dogs, and that's what mm-hmm. boot camp would do. So, Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he's so attached to you. It's probably better to get him away from you to do all this.
1: I know. So, we'll see how that goes, but yeah, it's like this 10 to 14 day thing where he like lives at this camp and they like do all this stuff with them and push them out of their comfort zone and we'll see. We'll see if he how it goes.
0: Fiverr fiver fiver. fiver. Kinda of wonder what it's like in his brain.
1: You know, it's just I think it'll he just needs to be able to function around humans and dogs. He just can't function around them.
0: Got you. I think I would have probably done something similar if Moose had gone the aggression route.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just like he's fine if it's just us in the house, but if we're, you know, we don't live near our family or our friends. So if we travel, we have one person who can take care of him. You know? Mm-hmm. So it makes it hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's kind of similar with Moose. I've only had one person who can get her on a leash.
1: <laughs> oh my God. This guy, I put Fiverr on a leash and gave him, gave the leash to the guy when he was like gesturing for it. And Fiverr flipped the fuck out. I've never seen him do that before. And he like, <laughs> Slipped out of his collar, which he has done. I've not seen him do it. And the man was like, all right, well, that's, that's it for today. <laughs>
0: Such a problem child.
1: Yeah. He's just – yeah, so I had to, like, talk to him about, you know, I feel like the boot camp would be good, but I don't want him re-traumatized. I don't want him attacked by other dogs. Like, it was this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see.
0: Man. Dog ownership is hard, and if you're a parent, I realize that's probably harder, but me and Lindsay, we don't have kids, so. Yeah. I can't. This is our point of reference.
1: Oh my god, can you imagine if you had a child who was, like, troubled and aggressive, like, how do you even, that would be tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot. Uh-huh. Like, what would I do if I had a child who I was like, are you, are you a serial killer? Yeah, <laughs> like... you have to
1: have, like, early interventions, like, serious mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I think, you know, for some people, it's just really, really hard.
0: Yeah, like, at what point do you hospitalize your child?
1: Yeah, and I don't want to make it sound like fiber's crazy or, like, violent he's not he just can't he just doesn't like strangers that's the issue
0: he he's no chance
1: no 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 okay tell the people who chance is
0: chance was my family's dog growing up and he was super fucking aggressive um the only people in the world that he liked were me my mom and my dad, he hated my brother. Really?
1: I didn't know that. Oh,
0: he hated my brother. Oh, my God.
1: Would <laughs> we, yeah. like, bark and growl at him
0: and stuff? Oh, yeah. Huh. I wonder why. He, he bit, like, multiple people. He bit me once. Hmm. And he just, he was the dog that if anybody came over, you couldn't come in the house till we put him in, like, a room.
1: Yeah. I remember one time, I don't know if it was, like, me and the Mo were there, but... I feel like we went into your house and then he was out and then we like got on the kitchen counters.
0: That was a, like a sleepover.
1: Yeah. We were like,
0: oh my you God. Guys, in the middle of the night, you like went down and he was out.
1: <laughs> we are like, help. I remember this story. Yeah.
0: The thing is, and like my recommendation for Chance was always just stand like a tree. Like he's not going to go out of his way to bite you. Like just stand <laughs> like a tree.
1: He's like the, go t- away. the T-Rex in Jurassic Park, just literally blend into the surroundings.
0: Well, he was like a fear biter. So he would bite if he was like under something, like he bit someone because he was under the table and that person got under the table with him. Mm. Um, he bit me. <laughs> I remember this clearly. My mom was cleaning the toilet in the bathroom and he was like essentially guarding her. And I came up behind her, and he bit me. Um, So he was like a fear biter. Like, yeah.
1: Did you know, did you guys, you guys found him somewhere, didn't you?
0: We rescued him when he was a puppy.
1: From a shelter or something?
0: Yeah. Lucky we found, and she was a great dog.
1: I was going to say, I feel like you found one of them on the road or something. Yeah, our other dog,
0: Lucky, my dad found on the side of the road.
1: Uh, but yeah, did you know anything about Chance's like background?
0: Nope. Yep. Just that he was the last one left, so. oh, <laughs> I know.
1: I was telling Brock that today, like, if, if for whatever reason Fiverr ever had to go back to like the SBCA or something, I don't think anyone would ever adopt him. He just.
0: That's the thing with like yeah. problem pets. That's why I've never gotten rid of Bartleby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bartleby I would have would to say never why I was giving adopted. him up
0: no <laughs> no they wouldn't Which is, stand a chance he's, he's like the nicest cat but nobody would want him
1: yeah I'd have to be like you guys like once he gets to know you he loves you and he's so cuddly but he just doesn't like strangers
0: pets man well that was a good catch up I feel fulfilled
1: oh the other thing we have to talk about before we move into our topic the matrix trailer
0: I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts. I have so many feelings. Yeah. I might need to watch it again. Hang on, let me mentally replay it in my mind. Okay.
1: So we have an older (laughs) Keanu Reeves. That was like a split second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna run through it as we talk about it. Okay. So we have like an older Keanu Reeves and he's in therapy. Uh Uh-huh. With um neil patrick patrick harris harris yeah um and we assume he's back in the matrix Mm -hmm. or some form of the matrix and he doesn't it appears he doesn't remember who he is right but then like you see him later taking a bunch of pills which i'm like do you remember who you are Mm -hmm. and then he doesn't remember trinity And we see them meet later on. And there's like a younger Morpheus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know, man. I saw a theory that was like, this is a world that Neo created in his head. Like he created it himself. And he just doesn't know that.
1: (laughs) That would be interesting. See, here's my thing is like, I don't want to know too much about it. I don't want to read too much about it. But my concern is just based on the trailer is that it seemed too similar to what we've already seen. Like he's in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. He takes the pill. He meets Trinity. He trains with Morpheus. I was like, is this the same story? So I kind of hope it's something weird like that. Like it's a world in his Mm -hmm. brain or something else is going on.
0: I think with stuff like this, they tend like they're going to have all those like little throwbacks in it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think they probably put a lot of those throwbacks in the trailer just for people to like talk about so right. maybe it won't be as throwbacky like in the whole movie I kind of there was that one scene in it where it looked like Keanu Reeves was like or neo I should say was going to kick Morpheus's ass mm-hmm. and um, I hope he's like remembers how super powered he is or if he's like even more super powered at this point
1: mm-hmm I think I was reading that there's going to be more of them. There's going to be more Matrixes.
0: I do love the Matrix. I would be I feel like it's a story that you can keep changing. Like it doesn't
1: necessarily I, need an endpoint. I just hope that it advances the story and mm-hmm. adds something new to it. I don't want it to be the same I'm Neo, and you're Trinity, and we're falling in love again, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, kind of like how the new Star Wars, whilst I enjoyed it, it very much was like a similar tale.
1: (laughs) This is my main, I'm sure we talked about this gripe with Star Wars, is that it's like, in the original trilogy, it's like, we have to destroy the Death Star, and then it's like, oh, there's a bigger Death Star and we have to destroy mm. that. <laughs>
0: uh, not to like completely segue, but I've been thinking about this and I think what they should have done with Star Wars is it should have been like the third movie should have been the first one. And I don't think What's-His-Face <clears throat> should have died.
1: Like, um, I think they should Kylo have Ren? examined... Yeah, like I yeah. think they should
0: have examined the fact that they were... Like connected in the force more yes. and told a story based off that.
1: Kylo Ren was the most interesting character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I liked and watching like Rey, him the most. I feel
0: like she didn't get interesting until that movie,
1: right? She was too much of a Mary Sue, where she's just mm-hmm. good at everything, but she's not really that interesting.
0: So I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like I think that should have yeah. been the first movie.
1: It was too much repl- trying to replicate the formula of what worked before.
0: Yeah. And just should have let it be what it is. I think of all the new Star Wars movies, the best one was the one they made about um, Lando Calrissian.
1: Or no, Solo. S- it was about oh, <laughs> I yeah. just really liked
0: Lando <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what?
1: I don't remember that movie. I've heard. <laughs> oh, it's solo. I've heard that Solo is really good. I've seen like parts of it.
0: It was great. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it.
1: Han is a really good character, and so is Chewy.
0: Mm-hmm. And so is Lando.
1: Yeah. is really interesting. I just really like characters that are, you're like, are they good? Are they bad? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: <laughs> I also just really like Donald Glover.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't?
0: I know. He has such charisma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like the definition of charisma. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Donald Glover mm.
1: <laughs> Well, should we talk about What's our topic for today?
0: We're talking about child stars Yes,
1: child stars Hollywood Fame, the price of fame
0: <laughs> you, should, you should like do movie trailers
1: <laughs> I'll be that guy You rate them that guy who used to be in every trailer, but now he's not. I don't know what happened to him.
0: You could totally do that. I think I could have the gift for doing tutorials for the computer.
1: <laughs> Should I narrate your tutorials from like, in a world where Google Docs automatically <laughs> <No>. saves?
0: <laughs> Mine will be like, press the Windows key. Hold down the Windows key. As you hold down the Windows key, press the I key. Stop! You sound like artificial intelligence.
1: I don't like it. You sound like a robot.
0: Yeah, ma'am. All right. Well, child stars, don't let your kid be one. I think that's the moral (laughs) of the story. Before we even get into it, that's the bottom line. Don't do that to your kid.
1: Okay, child stars, it. It seems like it goes wrong more than it goes right if you're a child star.
0: Yes. I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, so of the ones who've like held their shit together and they seem like they're fine, the key seems to be A, super, super involved parents, but not Mm -hmm. in a like momager kind of way. And two, keeping your kids in regular school. I
1: think the problem is if you are a child and you are pushed into this industry, it probably means that your parents are pushing you, Mm -hmm. and therefore they probably, or not probably, they often don't have your best interest at heart, and if you can't trust your parents to protect you, who's going to protect you?
0: True facts. Yeah. So should we talk about the ones where it went bad first or the ones where it went okay?
1: Let's talk about bad first.
0: All right. Who's your first person you'd like to discuss? They're probably on my list, too.
1: I mean, I think the quintessential child star sad story is Judy Garland.
0: I didn't even put anybody from that age, like, on here, but you are totally (laughs) right.
1: Yeah. I mean, she was... Cat. I mean, I don't know what she did before The Wizard of Oz. I'm sure she did stuff, but she was cast in The Wizard of Oz. She was, you know, pressured by the studios to take, like, diet pills, and she developed an eating disorder and drug habit for the rest of her life.
0: Yeah, I've read, like, a fair amount about her, and it almost seems like she was, like, essentially sold to the studio. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe mm-hmm that is the vibe i get she did No, it wasn't her that did all those movies with mickey rourke that was shirley temple i think or was it judy garland someone did like a ton of movies with mickey rourke
1: i don't know i feel like mickey rourke was in a lot of movies i think it may have been both of them i don't know i don't really know that much about i mickey
0: No, rourke. there was like there was like a series of movies
1: she was like, definitely in A Couple With Him.
0: Not Mickey Rourke. Who am I thinking about? What is Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what one, I was Mickey thinking,
1: Rooney. too. Who's Mickey Rourke? Is that a
0: person? That is. It's a more current actor. Was
1: just <laughs> Oops.
0: Putting them together in my head.
1: I didn't correct okay, you. Okay, so Judy Garland. Shirley Temple is also an interesting one because you could talk all about how her movies have this, like, veiled male gaze in them. It's creepy. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I watch them and I'm just like, no, she no, 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 has song no. and
1: dance numbers where where it'll be, I can't remember what movie it was from, but it was like her singing and dancing, I want to say in a train car and the train car is just filled with men and they're just, yep. it's weird.
0: It's super weird. I just, mm, yeah. And Mickey Rooney was a child actor too. Mm -hmm. Do you want to guess how many times Mickey Rooney's been married?
1: It's a lot, right? (laughs) Seven? Is it seven?
0: Yes.
1: He was really old. I mean,
0: I think eight times.
1: Eight. Okay, so this is like, if you grow up in Hollywood. Again, with, like, the parent the parent relationship, if that's fucked up, how do you ever have a normal relationship of your own, you
0: know? I don't think people from that era did. Like, I just – I don't think they could. <laughs> like, everybody got married, like, a million fucking times. That's why I don't
1: – I think also probably part of it is back then you couldn't casually date as much without stigma. So it was like you just married people.
0: That's true. Okay, maybe it was Judy Garland and him, because there's a picture of them here. Maybe that is who it was. Because I think I've read something about him, like, trying to protect her or something. I could be making that up. Um, Man, he got married so many times! He was married yeah. to Ava Gardner. Did you know that? No. She only got married three times. Can you imagine getting
1: married eight times? How long were his marriages like a couple of years it, each
0: it looked like the longest one was like six years
1: you have to probably get married really soon after you get divorced which is never a good idea
0: you know what i think is interesting like some of these don't have their of of course like clicking through all these wikipedia pages now and we're very off topic but that's fine whatever um <laughs> some of these don't have people's marriages listed like i just clicked on artie shaw artie shaw was married eight times
1: Oh my god, it's such a pain in the ass to get divorced. Like, why would you just keep marrying people?
0: He was married to Evelyn Keyes for a while. That's the one it looked like stuck for the most. I always find it fascinating, like, if you've been married for 30 years, what drove you to get divorced? <laughs> yeah. Like, why? why then?
1: I wonder if it's like, you were... Divorced in all ways, except just being legally divorced sometimes.
0: Yeah, like, it's just interesting to me. Especially if you don't have kids. Like, what what held you together for that mm-hmm. long? Man, all these people. Well, yeah. Judy Garland, like, I feel awful for her.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really sad, and you just... She's someone who, I think when you, like, get that much... Fame and you're that much of a money maker at a young age, no one really cares about your well-being. And if you do anything that jeopardizes making money, even if it's better for you as a person, people don't support you in that.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So she died from an overdose, didn't she? I'm pretty sure she did.
1: Don't remember.
0: Yes, she did. She overdosed on barbiturates. Mm-hmm. How, yo? How tall do you think Judy Garland was? Was she? I, I would say she, she was short. Was she tall? She was short. I didn't know how short though. Is she five four. She's four eleven.
1: Oh my God! Really?
0: You're She's like a tiny. tiny person.
1: She's a tiny little person. With like
0: a the voice to come out of someone that small.
1: I had no idea. 4'11". Isn't it weird to think if you met someone like that in person, how they would measure up to you? I would tower over her. I'm like... So,
0: (laughs) that makes me think of, I got my hair done today, and the girl who does my hair is easily 5'1", maybe, (laughs) and she's super small, and every time I get out of that chair and I stand next to her, I feel like some sort of like hulking fucking behemoth just like over her, I remember vividly
1: when I was in college, I was going into the student center and it was a reflective door and there are these two people in front of me who are tiny, a tiny man, a tiny girl, tiny woman. And I saw our reflections and I was towering over them and I was like, oh my God, I feel like a behemoth. (laughs) Like, Huge.
0: (laughs) That was me in college, man. All of my roommates in college at one point were easily five inches shorter than me and i was just like we're both like five
1: eight for those of you don't know like five eight five seven yeah
0: we are of average height for like I guess, Central European stock, but.
1: (laughs) Every once in a while when you're around, like, short people, when I'm around short people, I'm like, oh, my God, am I, like, a different species? (laughs)
0: Literally, like, every time I get my hair done, I'm just like, hello. (laughs) Hi. I'm, like, six, seven inches taller than you. I easily have, like, 75 pounds on you. Hello. (laughs) Please do my hair. Uh Uh-huh. Who's another child star you want to talk about? Okay, so mine are all, like, modern people. So I think the one that I find really interesting in the fact that, like, she got her shit back together is Drew Barrymore.
1: Yes, let's talk about the Barrymores.
0: So I didn't realize how far back Drew Barrymore's, like, actor-ness in her family goes. Like, it's... yeah generational. Like, it's not just her dad. It was, like, her great-great-grandparents like, that far back.
1: Do you know what movie I want to say her grandfather was in? What great Christmas movie?
0: Was he in, um... It's a Wonderful Life?
1: Yeah, he was Potter. I've only seen
0: that movie once.
1: The old greedy banker that was Drew Barrymore's... I want to say her grandfather. John
0: Barrymore. Well, and I also didn't realize she didn't really see any of them. Like, her dad, like, didn't yeah. live with her when she was little. I didn't realize that. So,
1: um, yeah, with Drew Barrymore, it's really interesting. I find the idea of um children emancipating themselves from their parents very interesting. And she's one of those. Mm-hmm. She did it. How old she, How old was she? She's pretty young. 14.
0: Yeah. She was 14. It's wild. So she, like, is interesting because... Typically with, like, child stars, I feel like they go off the rails in their, like, 20s. Like, that's when it really, like, Mm -hmm. just falls apart. But she, like, hit that wall at, like, 13.
1: Yeah, she, I guess, had been to rehab twice by the time she was 13.
0: Because she was going to, like, Studio 54 and, like, hardcore partying. It seems like her mother was,
1: yeah, kind of acting like her friend and taking her to parties. And Drew started drinking really young. I want to say she was, like, Mm -hmm. 10. And then she started doing drugs. Can you imagine who gives drugs to a 10-year-old or an (sighs) 11-year-old? Can you I imagine? Just, <laughs> Hollywood's well, so like, fucked up. The party scene's so it, fucked up.
0: It really is. And, like, Steven Spielberg is her godfather. And I feel like...
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. You could have you done something. You know what I thought was really interesting when she finally got sober, or at least was trying to get sober, she stayed with? I can't remember which, which one of them it was. One of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. One of them. Oh, I didn't know that. She lived with them for, like a good like while because they were sober and they were like she needed to live with somebody sober and I was like how'd you know each other like there was no backstory as to that but I thought that was interesting so
1: sad like can you imagine the state of your life where a judge is like okay you're 14 you're better off on your own Mm -hmm. than your parents being around you yeah you make better Judgment calls than your parents do. They're a danger to you. Like, is that crazy?
0: It's also a little insane to me. Like on some level, that you have to do that. Right. Like it's crazy to me that in some ways, like your parents really own you.
1: That's the thing. Again, if your parents are push, well, with Drew Barrymore, she was born into it. So who knows? The dynamics of that family through the generations is probably all kinds of, like, fucked up. But, yeah, like, if your parents are pushing you into it, they might just be seeing you as a money-making machine.
0: Sad. I feel like she was also, like, of that era where she hung out with all of those other, like, misplaced child actors, like Corey Feldman and all of them. (gasps)
1: Speaking of which, I wanted to talk about Corey Feldman.
0: He makes me sad.
1: Okay, I read Corey Feldman's autobiography. It's called Choreography. It's a okay. great read. <laughs> but he's okay. another one who he was emancipated from his parents at a young age. His father was absent. His mother was—I don't—I'm I, not going to say crazy. She had issues. Like she was mm-hmm. did not have his best interests at heart. She couldn't take care of her health, let alone. Take care of him, and it's just really sad to me when you have these child actors who are in these huge blockbuster movies and then they have no money. They get to be in their later teens mm-hmm. and they're like, Where's all where's all the money I made?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Drew Barrymore got engaged when she was 16.
1: Drew Barrymore and Corey Feldman went on a couple dates. Um and then Corey Feldman, he also, if we really want to get dark, he was an early whistleblower. He He's an yeah. early whistleblower to the whole Hollywood pedophilia like culture. Mm-hmm. And people didn't believe him, which I've seen interviews of him now. And he does come across as very eccentric and strange. Mm-hmm. But he talks about he and Corey Haim were like, best friends and Corey Haim we know died at a young age and that's a sad story it's also sad
0: yeah and like River Phoenix and all of them
1: oh my god yeah I think we talked about this in our cult episode with River Phoenix being brought up in that children of god cult where they just they molest kids that's like what they do
0: Mm Mhm. man so Drew Barrymore is one where I'm like I don't know how you got yourself together, girl.
1: Good for her. Yeah, she seems to have a really like stable life now.
0: Mhm.
1: Remember though when she <laughs> when she married Tom Green, wasn't that a weird hiccup in time? Remember It Tom really Green? was. I,
0: was, I <laughs> do. It was like a weird like I don't even know what that was. That was an interesting moment in the two thousands. <laughs> it's one of those
1: where, like, you're like, wait, did that happen or was that a dream? But it happened.
0: It did happen. He was in Charlie's Angels as like a guest star when they were together. I remember oh, yeah. that. He was weird in that. He was a weird. He's a weird dude.
1: Yeah. At least that's his like shtick though. But it seems like their relationship was like real fast. Like it was a it flamed out real quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she's I don't think she's married now. I think she's divorced. Yeah. She has at least one kid. She might have more than one. I think she has two daughters, I think.
1: But yeah, she got it together. Um I'm trying to think like what the last thing I saw her actually acting in was.
0: Um I'm trying to think too.
1: I think a lot of I mean, these she- like actors start their own businesses and then they like stop yeah acting stuff. she has
0: a makeup line mm-hmm. Flower. Um, i'm Barbie. reading i'm listening to her book right now it's an
1: autobiography
0: it, it is and it isn't like it's more like a collection of like stories
1: from her life um,
0: what yeah okay so it's not like it doesn't spell out the whole thing oh she took an indefinite hiatus from acting in 2021
1: I can see that. Like, I think you probably get to a point where you have enough money that you want to do other stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, she was in, I think the last thing she did was the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. That was the last thing, I think. Well, in that similar vein, I think the child star of all child stars, Macaulay Culkin.
1: Yes.
0: He is one where, like, I don't know that he ever really got it together. And Macaulay, if you do have it together, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) If you're listening to this, I'm a big fan of all the Culkins. Well, all the young
0: Culkins. (laughs) Yes, we like all the acting Culkins. Yes, but he is one where I feel like it must have been the parents. I mean, he got emancipated as well.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... He had,
0: like, a drug problem, didn't he?
1: Okay, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is if you're a kid... In Hollywood, let's assume your parents aren't really parenting you. You have tons of money. You have shady people around you. You're gonna do drugs. Like, you're gonna drink, you know? More likely than not.
0: And I feel like the only, like, I don't know how you avoid that. I really don't.
1: If you're, I mean, imagine being Jew Barrymore. You're 11 years old in Studio 54 and there's people doing drugs around you. You would do it. You're a kid. You know? Yeah.
0: You really don't know any better. And he, like, how old was he when he got emancipated? When were you emancipated Macaulay Culkin? Which is such an interesting name, Macaulay. He retired when he was 14 for, like, a long time. He'd done 15 films in seven years.
1: I mean, obviously the Home Alone movies. The amazing (laughs) movie, My Girl.
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: Oh my god, it's really good. And then he did this really good, <laughs> he, I, I've i seen it, I don't remember what it's called, he did this really good, like, crime suspenseful thriller with a young Elijah Wood. It's a really interesting yeah. watch. They're both like kids in it.
0: I have not seen that. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. I feel like the only <laughs> Macaulay Culkin things I've seen are Saved and Home Alone. I feel like that's all I've seen. So, oh, remember the Page Master?
1: Yes, I forgot that he did that.
0: Apparently he got nominated for worst actor for that at the Raspberries. Why?
1: And he was Richie a child. Rich, I've seen
0: Richie Rich and the Page Master.
1: <laughs> Why would you nominate a child for a bad acting award that seems so mean? Aren't there enough Hollywood adults is to pick on? Up. Why not pick on it's I'm sure up. If that was in the '90s, I'm sure there are like a ton of other awful movies they could have picked. What? What's going on?
0: Okay, I I don't know if this is a joke. Is this a joke that they're making another Home Alone? And it comes out this year
1: on really? Disney Plus. Oh,
0: okay. Is I this is this fake? Am I being punked? I don't I don't know
1: what to feel about that
0: he's only in it as like a cameo but he does show up
1: no is this real
0: I think it's real
1: okay but if you think about the Home Alone movies they're so violent it's like cartoon violence like I don't know if you could do that again like that it'd have to be so different
0: I'm like trying to figure out who the kid is Archie Yates You can.
1: He's twelve. I don't think you can set a man's head on fire now and have it la- play for laughs. laughs. I think times have changed.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. If he's breaking into your house, I think it's fair game.
1: Oh. That's how I feel about
0: that. Okay, so the last movie he was in was Changeland, Land, and that was in 2019.
1: So like he's going to be in the movies.
0: new. Yeah, he'll be in the new season of American Horror Story. <gasps>
1: Oh, (laughs) oh,
0: I know people at home can't see the face that Lindsay just made, but it was like a face of pure shock and joy.
1: Okay, I was really into American Horror Story, like certain seasons, but I've fallen off. Some seasons are better than others, but Macaulay Culkin reignites my interest. Not gonna lie. I wonder what the theme is.
0: What's your favorite, I can tell you, but what's your favorite American Story season that you've seen?
1: Um, By far the best one is the first one.
0: See, I really liked the um, Asylum. I liked Asylum a lot.
1: I liked Asylum. I didn't like, I liked the setup of it, but too many things went unresolved. There's too much going on Mm. in it. I liked okay. Zachary Quinto. I liked the serial killer story. I didn't like all the alien stuff going on in it.
0: Oh, see, the alien stuff, when that showed up, I was like, all right.
1: <laughs> it just, okay. it wasn't ever, like, there's like, three different main things going on. But I loved the first one. I know a lot of people don't like Freak Show, but I kind of liked Freak Show in a weird way.
0: I did not. I stopped watching after the Witches one, the Witches season, Coven.
1: I didn't like that one. Coven, it just wasn't as scary.
0: Yeah. I do like, though, what I like about it is that they use the same people in every season. Like, I really like
1: that. Yeah. I love watching Evan Peter. it's I love the people who are good actors. I love watching Evan Peters in different roles. Mm-hmm. I love watching Sarah Paulson in different roles.
0: Jessica. Sarah Lange. Paulson is a fucking gem. Can we a just queen. say that? A queen. She really is. Like, oh, <laughs> she's just great. Okay, I cannot find when Ro- Macaulay Culkin was emancipated. Well, it's, it's not on his Wikipedia page, which is bizarre like he, to me.
1: That is weird. I wonder if he wants that not front Wikipedia page news.
0: I guess we'll never know. It'll just be a mystery that I could Google, but I won't.
1: We also have to talk about, since it's so topical, Britney Spears.
0: oh britney (laughs) britney spears is, is interesting because i really do feel like she has like a genuine mental disorder that is like oh yeah messing with things um but i also think her family took such fucking advantage of her like and continue to fucking do so
1: here's the thing is a conservatorship is meant for invalids. hmm She does not seem like an invalid.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I talked a lot about this with somebody at work, and since Britney Spears has gotten control of her Instagram, she's been posting a lot of yeah interesting things.
1: I follow her. Huh? And she, like,
0: yeah, she, like, always sends them to me, and I'm just like, well, I mean, it's her stuff to show. She wants to show it, like, I don't
1: want to say too much because I'm not her therapist, but it does seem like there's something going on. But then at the same time, you can't put her in a jacket if there's not a good Mm -hmm. reason for it. She has to live her life, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm very, if you're not going to hurt yourself and you're not going to hurt somebody else, then she earned that money.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: If she can do what she wants with it. And if it's irresponsible, she, it's her money. Right.
1: Well, and I guess in like internal documents of the conser- the conservatorship, they had described her conservatorship as a business model, which is wrong ethically. Yes. That's not what that's meant for. <laughs> and how profitable <sighs> it was.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're under a genuine conservatorship, then you shouldn't be working.
1: Right. And
0: like, you should be incapable of that.
1: And she has wanted to not go on stage and then been threatened with not being able to see her kids. That's not what that's for.
0: No, like, I want to talk about Amanda Bynes because Amanda Bynes was yeah. under a conservatorship. But mm-hmm. she that one, I feel like was warranted.
1: Well, and you should be able to choose who your well, I guess if you're capable of making the decision who your conservator is and not have it be someone who is on your payroll, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. It's super fucked up. And like, I feel like the world did Britney Spears dirty when she was like falling apart uh-huh. and all we did was like essentially mock her for falling Isn't it apart.
1: Crazy when you look back on it now and you see how the media talked about these female celebrities and people mocked Britney Spears's mental breakdown and made a joke of it and people talked about Jessica Simpson and called her fat to her face on like nighttime shows like yeah times have changed and i i think i like read or saw something where it said to be a celebrity a female celebrity in the 2000s was the worst time to be a female celebrity and i think that's probably true
0: yeah it was super just toxic and people just felt warranted to say whatever they wanted about you with zero fucking consequence
1: you have like david letterman making like gross jokes about you and like Gross. I feel
0: like the talk show hosts of that era outside i think conan o'brien was okay but for the most part like yeah they're creepy not a fan not a fan well and david
1: letterman i think wasn't he he was one of those like people who is alleged to have like sexually harassed people on his staff i thought or like one I woman
0: like i would not be surprised
1: That's what happens, I think, when you're in the industry for a really long time and you have, like, prestige. Like, you can just kind of get away with stuff like that. I think
0: power, and not just for men. I think it does it for women, too. I think it just fucks you up if you've had it Uh for too long. Oh, yeah. You just, you lose a sense of, like, what it is to be a person.
1: Yeah, you do. But with Britney Spears, oh, yeah, the, like, crazy thing I found about her, like, testimony... And her trial was like, one of the crazy things was that they wouldn't let her take out her, um, what's it called? Her like IUD? She wanted to like marry her boyfriend and have a baby. And they're yeah. like, no, you can't. They were determining like what she could do with her body and her reproductive rights. It's like wild.
0: Ugh. <laughs> I, oh, that's a whole other. Thing I can rage about but we won't yeah, go down just that path
1: engaged.
0: yeah no, yeah, that's a, that's a path for another day that's a path
1: <laughs> for no day for me I can't I can't talk about that it's too upsetting
0: oh my god
1: but, but yeah, yeah Brittany is yeah she's engaged and her father stepped down as her conservator so things seem to be moving in a good direction for her it seems like she has her Instagram back Yes. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> we want good things for you, Britt. We are rooting for you.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think um, to be a child star is to have the... I don't know that it's worth it in the long term in terms of, like, your no. life. Your life. No. Huh?
0: No, 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 no. I think it... Even for the ones that, like, seem like they're fine. Like, it just... I get why there's so many of them that leave acting, like don't continue uh-huh. on with it. I love all the ones where they're like, "I became a vet" and like things like that. Yeah, like, Good for
1: you. Yeah, my favorite one is um, Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That was the only movie he ever did, and he became a vet. Yeah, because if for you're you, like, dude. if you're a child star, like you don't like, where does your childhood go? You're working. You're working. Yeah, as a kid.
0: Yeah. You don't have one.
1: mm
0: And I think the ones that are okay are the ones that had parents that ensured that they at least had some aspect of that. Yeah. But before we talk about the ones who... Oh, wow. We've been talking about... This
1: for a long time. <laughs> Should we make this a two-parter?
0: I think we're going to have to. <laughs> I have a lot more people I wanted to talk about. Okay.
1: This was the... More of a downer one and then next time will be the more encouraging one.
0: Well, I still have to talk about Amanda Bynes, but then we'll talk about good <laughs>
1: stuff. Yeah. Well okay. Next week we'll start off on a low and then we'll move on up to the highs.
0: Let me we'll preface that though with I love Amanda Bynes, oh, as we, we all know. know. Yeah. We know. We know.
1: We're Amanda stands here.
0: We are. We want the best for Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what people don't name their kids anymore? Amanda.
1: No, that was very, like, 80s, (laughs) 90s name.
0: You know what people still name their kids? Connor. Connor? I have so many Connors. Really? There's so many, and they're (laughs) all in one class, and I'm just like, I don't know, Connor, whichever one you are. You know what's interesting is
1: I think in, um... 10 years, you're going to see a lot of, like, the trend, I think, is going towards old school names. You're going to have lots of, oh, yeah. like, um, I don't even know.
0: There's going to be a lot of, like, Evelyn's and Ruth and yeah. things like that. You know, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Which I'm down for. Yeah, I don't have any weird names this year. Do
1: you have any Ashley's? Jessica's? no.
0: Yes. Uh, I have a Jessica. I have, mm-hmm. I don't have any Ashley's. I have a lot of Ashlyn's.
1: See, when we were growing up, there were so many Ashley's and Jessica's were like the top and two Katie's. names. And Katie's. And Katie's. Yeah, a million Katie's.
0: I have no Katie's.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. No Sarah's either.
1: Sarah was the other one. Yeah.
0: I think this is my first year teaching where I don't have a Sarah. It's wild. It's finally going out.
1: <laughs> you ought have to keep us updated on the name trends if you see any like Daeneryses or like Bellas and Edwards.
0: And... It's so interesting too because I feel like I'm in this little like microcosm in like the community I teach in so I never really get the weird names like it's always <laughs> yeah. pretty traditional but then I do get like a couple like left field ones where I'm just like okay I won't say his name because that would be like not appropriate, but I do have one student, and he has the coolest fucking name, and I will tell you it when we're not recording yeah. anymore, but it's the coolest name.
1: You'll tell me when we're done. Um, I was on a Zoom call with my family, and I forget how it came up, but one of us mentioned knowing a Katie, and my dad was like, oh, what's
0: Katie short
1: for? Is it Katniss? <laughs>
0: i was like what why would you yes yes uh, dad it's short for katniss how do you
1: even know who katniss is katniss everdeen (laughs) you don't know what the hunger games is
0: (laughs) i just think it's like he wouldn't go to Catherine, caitlin (laughs) yeah
1: i don't know that's an interesting one maybe he saw the movie
0: (laughs) We ha- I love how different our dads are. We have very different dads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very different. <laughs> I remember
1: when our dads were gonna meet, but your dad was like nervous to meet my dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: They met- they met at the airport when they picked yeah. us up from Iceland.
1: Yeah, your dad was, like, nervous. And then I think I told my dad. My dad was like, oh, why would her dad be nervous?
0: (laughs) Because we're Snyders and we have horrible social anxiety. (laughs) That's Um, how we are. yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought that was funny, though. Well... Hopefully next time we talk to you, it'll be fall and then we can maybe start transitioning into a spooky season.
0: Spooky season. It's time for all the spooky things. There's our new intro. There it is. Uh, Don't (laughs) worry. I'll make a really good one. You know how we like our thematic holiday intros. We do. Excellent. I wonder... I guess I can't sample spooky, 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 spooky skeletons. Just <laughs> do what shibbles. I
1: did. Do what I did for our 2000s episode and open up GarageBand for the first time and figure out how to play it with the
0: intro. Did you? Intro. I haven't listened to it.
1: Yeah. Did you? Oh my I God. Listened. It took, let's just listen to the first five seconds. It took me so long to edit that episode because I was like, all right. I've never used GarageBand before. I need to learn how to play these four notes. I need to learn how to export this. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> GarageBand is not as easy as it seems, especially when you're trying to use your keyboard like to play the piano notes. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't, I don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just did the first four MCR notes from
0: the right, I will listen when we end this. Look, no
1: one's no one's listening to this. So we don't have to follow copyright rules. <laughs>
0: it's true. Uh we had one of those days yesterday where we have like 40 random downloads.
1: <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> also, our two thousands episode is doing very well.
1: Wow. It must be my intro. It must be my how I played those four notes on GarageBand. It really <laughs> pulled the people in. <laughs>
0: I really can't pin down our episodes that do well. Like, what do y'all want? I don't get it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're not in marketing. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) No. It's all a mystery to us.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, join us next week, hopefully, for part two of Child Stars.
1: Yeah, the upside of fame.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to call this episode The Downside of Fame. You call next week's The Upside. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Do all the things. Do all the things.
1: We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.